Hello, everyone. Welcome to She's an Outlander, a podcast dedicated to the television show Outlander. My name is Stacy, And I'm Brittany. And hi! Welcome back! Hello, we are live. We're here. We're finally back with our season four wrap-up. Brittany has finally made it through season four. I did. You know, there's been a lot in the last few months. Season six came up. We took a break because, you know, I wanted to enjoy season six. Hopefully... Hopefully you know, all you guys did too. You enjoyed it. Um, I did not yet, but hopefully you all did. Hopefully she will. I, there's already things I'm so looking forward to talking to you about when we get there. <laughs> I'm like, mm, interesting conversations will be had. Um, but, you know, if you're, you know, newer or anything like that, uh, you know, you can always go listen that I, I, I recruited a couple friends and we did a episode on our thoughts on season six. So if you're wanting to listen to that, Brittany's not in friends. that one. I am not because but to the friends shout out to you yes holly and lee joined us for that oh. so that was fun um yeah holly and then, our returning guest she's filled yes, in before returning guest and then lee, lee a new a new her guest first, her first time on the pod welcome to the pod to the yeah. fam the pod fam the pod fam <laughs> um but yeah so that was fun and we're gonna yeah so we're back now it was crazy my place has been nuts with rentals for the last four months life is getting a lot busier now I'm back in the office a few days a week things are busy there was also a little stretch in time where COVID finally got me she succumbed she got it I dodged that survived it though I know it's a good thing not going I dodged that (laughs) shit for almost two and a half years and then it got I was like damn it I was so annoyed (laughs) but uh But yeah, so we're back now. We're going to do our season four wrap up and then, you know, kind of set the scene to be able to launch into season five and, you know, you can listen to us. So um, come along for the ride. Yeah. So hopefully you enjoy. We've missed this. It's been a minute, you know, has has. and Brittany has bribed her dogs right now with ballistics. So let's hope they uh, stay calm for a little bit. Everyone cross your fingers. Also, if you hear chewing, it is two very happy dogs chewing on some ballistics on my bed, on my pillow. So that's going to smell good. That's going to be great. You're going to roll over like, "Mm, it's a great scent for me. Gonna... But you know what? I'm not going to move them because they're happy right now. And that is a rarity. <laughs> so t- it makes me happy because I don't have to try to edit around the barking. <laughs> barking. Yeah, we're all just thankful. So my, uh, my pillows and sheets, we're just going to let it go. <laughs> we're just going to let that. I got them lie. the big ones too. So they should last. Hopefully fingers crossed. Here. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Little devils. The little devils. They're cute though. Okay. So let's they're jump into let's jump into season four. So, and it's interesting because, oh my gosh, so much time has passed. Like, you know, you know, why would you guys know this? But you know, at at one point, Brittany and I reunited for the first time in two years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. They don't, we watched Outlander together in the flesh, in person, in the same room on the same screen through FaceTime. No. So, you know, I, I drove up to Timbuktu to visit Brittany for her birthday she and did. It was lovely. It was the first time we'd seen each other since just before lockdown. So over two so years. It was over two years. And yeah. so that was Daisy awesome. made the trek. She survived. Did. Oh, into the wilderness. <laughs> into the wilderness. <laughs> the wilderness. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of a, it was a, tr- it was a, it was, it a, was trek. a trek. It was she many hours, it but it was fine. <laughs> um, and I like loaded up my podcast, different podcasts, listened to them on the 
the way up there, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, and we watched, I want to say the first like four episodes yeah, together. Sure. One, two, three, and four. Yeah. Yeah. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Being able to sort of like watch. It was so fun to watch them with you. Yeah. So that was nice. So we did that. That was really cool. And then and Stacey then- got me into F1 racing which I yes. have watched all of the seasons did you now. see I'm still only on maybe four but Brittany like dove right into the I, she got me series hooked because like I got a little emotionally drained and she was like okay let's put something you else can on only Netflix. do so much and Outlander like, in, one, in a row man Especially unless you're me and you watch four and a half all of it four and four and a half seasons in seven days but I'm this one me like I'm like I it's a little emotionally as Stace could tell. And she was like, I was like, do you want to watch another? She's like, let's put something else on. And then she was like, F1 formula drive to survive. Drive to survive. I was like, I like, I was like, really? She got me hooked. I've watched all of them and I cannot wait. Daniel Ricardo. Mm. Do you watch the F1 races now? Like when they're on the Grand Prix? Because no, because I need to, I don't want to know what's going on to go into the show. I don't want to know who's winning. I have to, I have to be surprised. God. Yes, because you get all the background, like politics and like drama. So, like, if you know oh. who's gonna win, it's no fun. But you could like watch the real Grand Prix, and then when you get to the show, you know the result, but you don't know the drama that happened behind I I it. I don't even know where you would watch those races. But anyways, they're usually on Stacey the was, different yeah. sports channels. There was I should get one because we're in in that season. But yeah, I've watched all three seasons. Absolutely love that show. So you got me hooked. <laughs> I like. Nope. It. Well, we watched like. Almost the we, whole first season together. Oh, oh my God. We did. Okay. So we watched four episodes of Outlander. Oh, I made her watch Belfast. We watched yeah, you Bel- did. Remember? We watched Belfast <laughs> yeah, we together. Watched Belfast. Quick review. You know. And then at the end, I was like, so did you like it? She's like, it was cute. <laughs> I was like, do you agree that Katrina was robbed? Yes. She did great. Just saying. She did. She was, that was an excellent performance. Love you, Judy Dedge. But it's just one of those things where you're like, damn it. <laughs> they were up salty. against each other. Oh, it's so salty. Oh, it's just like, oh, in you that, know what I didn't tell you? Oh my gosh. In that film, like, yes. why would you pick Judy Dedge? Like her performance was good with the grandfather, but yeah. like compared to Katrina's. Well, especially since they were both being campaigned and supporting. Like yeah. Katrina is kind of, in certain aspects, maybe the heartbeat of the film. Which I guess is an argument as to why she maybe should have been lead. But when you compare, mm. she would have never, she never would have no. been able to make it if they, in the if they can beat her, her lead. No, because she would, to be, to get nominated for a lead, like you need to almost be the face of your film. Like you're up against someone yeah. like Jessica Chastain who won for the Eyes of Tammy Faye, who's in almost every single scene of her film. Yeah, you know? she wasn't in every scene. Yeah. No. The story wasn't centered on her. Like she was a a driving force of the movie but she wasn't the movie. buddy is the true lead like i am okay yeah. with her being supporting because i do think it was very supporting ensemble um but i could see how you know judy dench had like 13 minutes of screen time and katrina had maybe like 28 which still 28 to 30 minutes of screen time in a 90 minute movie it was about she had about 28 to 30 percent screen time of the film yeah which lends to us supporting like i don't think mm-hmm. they put her in the wrong category i don't think it was category fraud at all yeah her performance just like felt so much like a leading performance because you know she commanded a lot of it but and anyway, each I scene was so emotional like that bus scene i'm like yeah and then you know after the whole riot thing and she's like you know getting all upset i'm like my goodness um but yes so let's but i totally i, I don't know why i forgot to text you this a couple of weeks ago it was announced that katrina was invited to join the academy oh so she'll be like a voting member 
of that's the academy. Cool. And I was like, at least it Congrats was worth it. Because that's honestly, exciting. she's she's been able to make so few films because Outlander takes up so much of her yeah. time. But in the last five years, I think she's made two films and both of them have been nominated for Best Picture. And one of them wow. almost got her a nom. Right? Ford v. Ferrari and uh, Belfast, right? And so uh, to be considered invited into the Academy, you have to be sponsored. You have to get, you have to get, you have to have two sponsors by someone who's a current member of the branch that you're going to join. So two, two members of the actor's branch would have had to have sponsored sponsored her. her, Oh, that's awesome. It could be anyone like Kenneth is a member of the Oscars of the acting branch. Kieran's a member of the, you know, so is Judy, but Jamie Dornan also got invited, which means, cool. and each, each member can only sponsor one person per cycle. So it's not like oh, Kenneth could have sponsored sponsor both of them, Katrina and Jamie. Right. So, I mean, plus they both know many other people mm-hmm. like in the industry that are in the brand, like, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's always a fun guessing game to be like, I wonder who sponsored her. Um, but it's kind of cool. But anyway, so she's, a you know, she's going to be a member of the Academy and we'll be voting in next year's Oscars, which is kind of cool. So that's, that's neat. That made me a little happy. I was like, it doesn't make up for the fact that they are going to forever be pissed off about that awful morning, but they love you anyway. Okay. So, but yeah, we did that. And then we watched the F1 stuff and, you know, lots of random different, different things that weekend. It was a good time. Um, but okay, so season four, Brittany has made her way through season four. We're going to go through some thoughts. Um, I realized I did not put a call out for listener comments or feedback. It's just been crazy. Sorry, everyone. But, um, you know, there's a few people that had, you know, been emailing me pretty consistently um, as we were sort of posting throughout the season. And so I've pulled bits and pieces from from you know, their commentary and I'll try to share little bits here or there. And, and then you'll just hear Brittany and I yammer on. So (laughs) as usual, (laughs) so to start, let's start in general, Britt, in general, overall thoughts on this season or where it, you know, where it might fall in the four seasons that you've seen before. Be well, before, before we started recording, I said, and I quote, take me back to Paris. So you know, we all know how much Brittany liked Paris when <laughs> Jamie and Claire were just at the Lighting, lowest point annoying. of their relationship and fighting and everything felt awful. I think, I guess if I was to put it more in like actual thoughts, it felt like a lot was crammed. There was a lot of storylines. There was a lot of characters, um, there was a lot of stuff I didn't like, and there was a lot of stuff I did like. Um, unfortunately, some of the stuff I didn't like, <coughs> Roger and his storylines took away from <laughs> some of the, the storylines. Any Roger, anyone that's hoping that she come season four is not the time where that turn will happen. It oh, took me till almost worse. the end of season five to be like, okay, I'm thawing because that, that stupid scene after four oh three, worse than when you described I was pissed <laughs> i had to stop it oh wow when I they finally just, did get when they get when they the were hand fasted the, okay when they, yeah yeah in will what's the town called wilmington, wilmington. when they were in wilmington i hate Roger. i hate him hate him so much oh my god hate him 
Yeah, I think that's like when episode he was like, 408. Maybe. And then when he was like punching Jamie, ugh, and they rescued him. Ugh, ugh. God. James like, that, that is the me? last unanswered blow. Like, yeah. And he's like, why did you think it was me? It was like, how the f- why? Do you look like a guy that's like, what do you mean? Oh, God, I hate him. I hate him. Anyways, so. Sorry, any that, Roger fans. There's no yeah, forgiveness you're happening just not yet. not like me even just, more from this wrap up. It's okay. Just, it's okay. <laughs> I thought I would be, he would, might like seeing the character. No, it made it worse. And maybe that's an testament to the actor that he played it so well, but he made it so much worse, my hatred for him in every scene. Yeah. Like just. Roger does it. some frustrating things in season four. Like I said, I, li- I liked him in the end of two and in three. Yeah, I, didn't I did. Like I, and you didn't, I did. And then f- I think it's four oh three. When they're at the I festival. Think. Yeah, I one. think the one where the, and then that, that I oh it yeah, took me tough. till towards the end of season five before I started to warm up to him again quite honestly yeah I was like oh gosh um, but that's you know that's fair so I guess yeah I guess my point you with four is it felt I guess a bit more contrived and maybe smashed together for plot lines like the fact that Bonnet came back in such prominent ways like how realistic like some of the threads like when I saw them playing out I'm like I know the timeline I know it's small but it's just like felt a bit too contrived in places that I couldn't fully get behind some of the stuff like Bree's emotional scene with him in the jail like it felt Mm. a bit too like too contrived that I like emotionally couldn't get behind it I don't know because it was too random and it's like oh he's in jail and then the bo- and I'm like okay but we know that he didn't die and you're like these plot yeah, the bo- are just you, like spoiler like, Brittany's gonna predict that she doesn't think Bonnet is dead <laughs> no and it's just like these like hit it's like hit black nothing all land. over again you're yeah, like he's not like, dead but at least with those like they they sat a bit it felt like nothing was sitting it was just like hit 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 of these like huge emotional contrived plot points that you were like holy, like, how do I get over it? Like, how do I, pro- like, no one's giving the episodes time to like sit and breathe. It was just like, okay, now we're just going to go and they're going to have smallpox. And then John Gray is going to be here. And then we're going to have this. And then we're going to have Jamie's son. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have Brie show up. And then we're going to do this. And then she's pregnant. And then Merch is there. And then we got this. And then she's got to go over here and she's proposing to Gray. And we've got the aunt. And then we've got to go get him in this whole other rescue mission, side weird side plot thing. And then we've yeah. got a skull and you're just like, and then we got a skull. What am I focusing on any? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It just felt a bit messy. There was parts I really loved. I absolutely loved when they were at the homestead. I loved Jamie and Claire. There were so many like moments with them and with young Ian and with Bree there. Um, I liked Bree traveling over. I liked her in Scotland. I liked her with um, Ian and like, even with, with uh, Leary, like, I, I don't know. I thought those were cool scenes. Like that was just like such a throwback of these characters that you had this emotional investment with and seeing them introduced for a short time. So it was still that short introduction of characters, but because they had this past, I felt more invested in the scenes. Yeah. Some of these like other characters, like it just didn't have as much emotional impact mm-hmm. maybe. Um, and like the theater and stuff, like it was cool to see Claire have these, this medical thing but again like it was this when she did, yeah she was she doing like, the surgery party which trick. cool but it, like it was so much because then it was also this whole other rescue plot and it was this whole other thing going on and this other thing and it was just like lots happening 
I don't know. I just, it didn't feel as cohesive. Maybe, maybe that's the word I'm looking, not as cohesive. And so Mm -hmm. I didn't like the Roger plot line and it felt like it was just smushed into this other Claire Jamie plot line. And then Brie was like torn between the two. And then you're going to like weirdly make her hate Jamie again, even though they just bonded and you're like, I loved them bonding. So I liked that part of it, but then I hated how the fight didn't seem real. It again, like it didn't seem like, I don't understand like yes you'd hate that the person you love got, but I feel like she had shown so much emotional maturity and then all of a sudden like it felt out of character like maybe that's my thing too again. is like a lot of things felt out of character for the actions that all of a sudden were taken just to contrive the plot mm, okay interesting that's my weird thoughts like I don't know Not moving that characters yeah didn't I liked sense. part of it I hated a lot of it <laughs> fair enough fair I'm now because the whole action pack, this and this and this, I'm now very interested to when we get to six, what you're going to think when we get to that. Cause Ooh, like, okay. holy fuck ball. Okay. Oh so, <laughs> no. Oh my God. Well, I know the worst. I, loved, I love six though. I'd say six is in my top of my top three of the seasons oh, okay. I'd say, but that's, that's me. Yeah. Um, okay. but, and there was a lot of there, I felt in six, there was a lot of room for like character study almost Mm. and I love that Mm -hmm. but anyway we're jumping seasons here um okay so fair enough so yeah five I mean I've previously said or four sorry I previously said that four was probably my least fave of all the seasons however you know revisiting parts of it my I will say my appreciation for it has grown in certain aspects and like I with like with you I really appreciate the like Myrta sitting with Brie and them at the dinner table loved that love that well and just that's probably Marta one of my favorite and... scenes in the whole show I, I don't know there's something about that scene yeah. of just seeing Jamie with Claire with his daughter with his godfather like all safe, of them sitting at the table all, like yeah amazing scene and it was and it it's was just earned. captured it's yes. so earned it was not given away and it was not like they did you felt the characters felt how amazing and important it was and also how fleeting it was like they didn't try to make it seem like any of them took it for granted at any point. Like they knew Marta might leave. They knew Brie might leave. And it was like, I don't know, there was a feeling to it of, of them embracing this moment. Yeah. And I really appreciated that as an audience member. I loved that moment. That was yeah. probably one of my favorite from the season. As, well, and especially since like, I, and like, I love, I loved, well, so I really appreciated the, um, I don't want to say like domestic moments between Jamie and Claire, but the ability for them to be settled and Mm -hmm. actually have a home and build a home together and build a life together. Mm -hmm. It's the first legit. It's the first time we've seen that. And we're in the fourth season, right? Like there was so much movement in one and two and and they're just coming back there. And then they were ripped apart for 20 years. Then they're back and then they're on the ship and then they're on this and are in Jamaica and they're ripped apart and I loved the home. All that kind of stuff. So they're, yeah, like, and it was gorgeous. Also, I do love the, I love every scene that showed the wilderness. I think they did so great on the cinematography of capturing what it must have been looked like. like and felt like to just. Felt like North, did that feel yeah. like North America to you? Did it feel like North Carolina to you? It did. I mean, I've never been to North. Well, I've been, I've driven through North Carolina. I've never like been there, but I know like it's the big town. But you know what North lines. America looks like. I do. In our forests. But like stuff. it did. And to see it and um, try to imagine what it looks like when it was untouched and uninhabited and uh, mm. like it did give you that vastness 
I think the cinematography, I'll say this, probably the cinematography, of course, the budget would have increased. It was probably one of the best seasons for cinematography. I think costume, nice. except for Jamie's wig. <laughs> yeah, season four, the wig, the wig is rough. I don't know. I don't know if you guys spent all your money You're on, like on the- <laughs> Sam, who did you piss off in the wig department? Like I just want to know. Or something. But besides Sam's wig, I think the costumes were on point. I think they were beautiful. I think the, the women's were gorgeous. Like I think Breeze looked yeah. great. Her hair looked beautiful. And it's a cool switch up to the Scottish Highlands. And, yes. then, and then even the, um, the costumes, because right? even in three, when we get Claire in the 40s, 50s, 60s, like... Mm-hmm. And then we're now, you know, this more frontier. Yeah. And like you vibe in the. And Claire, like they didn't do as prominent, but I think like her hair looked more natural because it wasn't like as bulky of the gray. Like, you know Mm -hmm. how she had the gray? I felt like it was a lot more like feathered in. Yeah. (laughs) It wasn't quite as. I will say Claire's season five wig, I'd say. And Jamie's wig gets a lot better in season five. Okay, and then Claire's it. wig gets a little like the gray placement gets a little no. dodgy. Because I felt like parts of this five. season, her, her the gray placement got a lot better. Like three, it felt like there was just like the chunk. They're like, we're just gonna give it right, right, here. right here, right at the front. I mean, besides Jamie's wig, yeah, I think the, the costumes were, were great, and I think Seamus and um marshmallow were so cute and lovely and i loved their acting and their characters and i yeah. love seeing them together too like them as a little family cute precious. with germain so precious loved all of that little yeah germain, the little so bit of- i won't say that like i hated everything about the season i let's just say i hate anything with roger roger was in it i hated it <laughs> i'm so sorry if you're a roger fan i'm so, I'm so sorry. sorry it's gonna be rough you can you can you can roast me it's I'm fine I'm I, I am so sorry it just I tried I went into the season thinking okay you know what seeing it on screen I'll get I'll understand his motives more I understand them less I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> like when she goes to him she told me to leave fucking don't leave you traveled and you across, did you traveled 200 years and across she told you not to come in a letter and you still came and now you're gonna listen to her he got mad so he picked <gasps> up his toys and went home yeah and the like, whole, I'm, I'm respecting her. her wishes. I did what she asked me to. And she it's like, she asked you to not come. Like she sent you a letter and asked you not to open it for a year, a so year now. So now, and you're now you're going to listen is? to her wishes. Oh God. <laughs> like seeing the actor portray it made it so much worse. I was like, yeah, no, wait, this makes absolutely no goddamn sense. I hate it. I hate it. And then the attitude he gives Jamie. Oh, you're like, listen, I know that he almost killed you and sold you in I really don't care because that is his daughter <laughs> well and to be in I Jamie's defense Jamie's love, he doesn't know who I, that is he didn't and seeing Jamie's love for Brie I think ruined it even more for Roger because I then could not get mad at Jamie at all like he didn't know who he was the like um what was the lady maid's name L- Lizzie 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 like told him so why would he question and doubt that like he wasn't given the information. Yeah. He's going to he go into somebody was going to hurt Lizzie. Vote. Yeah. Lizzie told him this awful thing. There's the guy she's saying, like, you're not going to say, oh, Lizzie, well, you're and just he's making thinking, that up and risking it. Why is this guy on the ridge? The bridge. Like, what yeah, is why he is he coming for? here? And Lizzie's saying, I recognize that guy. And he was with your daughter. And your daughter is saying the night that Lizzie saw her with a man, something happened to her. Of course, he's going to put two and two together because he's given two and two. He wasn't given two and three and coming up with four. It's not like he was ignoring another piece of evidence. He was saw mm-hmm. was given certain evidence and came to a conclusion. So the yep. attitude that Roger was giving him at the oh 
Ooh. And the whole thing with like the, the tent and him wallowing. Oh my God. Okay. Not- I low key. I love that scene though. Like I, I love that. I, I love that it. scene because Jamie and Claire are reconciling. I hate the buildup of like, okay. well, yeah. Them, them like kinda, not talking. I kind of and- liked when they were hating each other and Ian was like, it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> that was what made me laugh. I know. He goes, <laughs> he's like, auntie, just go talk to him. She's like, Why? I like that he was so uncomfortable. He was like, can you guys please? I felt, I felt that though. Cause like, I mean, who has not had a, like a bit of an argument or, yeah frustration with someone and it's like awkward around like you're walking around eggshells for a day or two and then I don't want to say anything you either talk about it and hash it out or you just finally get to the point where you let both let it go and you decide to just start like acting normal again and so (laughs) just pretend it didn't exist I yeah we're like okay we're gonna move on so I I I did really appreciate when she they have that conversation and I do you know you can see that whole which hold on what episode is that let me see let me see if I can find because but yeah where you can you can sort of see that he's like really he's beating himself up a lot too because oh yeah okay so I'm gonna while we're talking about this I'm gonna mix up some stuff so um our lovely our lovely friend Joni is one of the people that um hey Joni had um would sort of send me her thoughts kind of after every episode. Um, and so while we're talking about this, like argument mm. thing, Joni sort of talked about talking. So she sort of says like, as much as I hated when Janie and Claire at odds, I love their fights in every season because they're realistic relationship fights. Agree. They're so authentic. I and appreciate my, that. My favorite line. None of their fights seem like something from junior high. <laughs> yes. And it also felt like they were on character. Like I hate when in movies they make the girl crumble. Like she's this strong, independent woman. And then as soon as the guy is a little tipped, they're begging and like, I'm so sorry. I'll do whatever you want. I'll change who I am. Like Claire's like, no, like this is where I stand. Like I'm going to meet you as an equal. Yeah. You know, well, like, and she will. And Jamie like, is never like they'll apologize or not. Yeah, yeah. Like and it they never set that like up Jamie... from the reckoning. Like even from season one, when they both, when, agree you know, you. she says, "I'm sorry for you." He says, "I'm sorry. I was sore. Yeah. I said more than I meant." We've like, I mean, we were, then he goes and belts her, but we worked yeah. through that. It took a while, but we got there. We got there, Jamie. We got there. Remember when I was mad at Claire? It, yeah. it came around. It came and around. then, and then, boy. remember when you were mad at Jamie for belting her <laughs> in season one? He was on the roof a lot in that. Season. He was on the roof for a hot minute. He's he was on he's... the roof a little bit in season two. Remember that one yeah, episode where he was really mean yeah, to her for pregnant. going to the hospital? Don't go. Don't calling her Paris. selfish and shit. Oh, do I want to be back in Paris? That's I, I was so mad at him. He, really such an such a, he came that... home with the bite marks on his thighs. Remember all that shit? Yeah. The whorehouse with fucking what's his name? That prince. Anyway, okay. Anyway, so, let's then, not go back to those then, angry moments of and my then ranting. She, um, she also says, okay, so she mentioned. But no, I have. I I'll say, Joni, I completely agree. They felt every moment of them felt authentic and earned, and not contrived, and not selfish or dramatic. Oh, like over dramatized, or, just yeah. for plot. It was like these are real issues, and this is how a real couple could potentially. You don't have to work them out the same way. Sometimes you need space. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you need to like cry it out. Sometimes like everyone works it out. That's fair. Like, yeah. Nobody look at any relationship and say that's how it have to. It has to be. But I think that is an authentic representation of how a relationship could be yeah. in a healthy way, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that because you should have arguments 
everyone has me and, and it wasn't a blowout and Jamie it wasn't Claire, it's just like they're older gonna now they're more mature emotions. and settled yeah we're gonna have emotions and we're gonna respond to them they're not in their 20s anymore where <laughs> jamie's breakage although no he broke some shit in that one scene when he yeah, found out it was bonnet he was like ah. <laughs> um but and so then joni also says when i was listening to your podcast on that episode um, I realized that the fight in this episode feels like an extension of the bikini fight in episode 307 mm. when he, right. He says the root of it boils down to the fact that Jamie didn't get to raise Brianna and it makes him angry and heartbroken all at once. It was bad enough when Brianna was an image in a photograph, but now it's worse because Real Jamie person, thinks he's yeah. blown the miraculous chance to have a relationship with his daughter. Um, and I love time I felt that I agree the whole time in those scenes, I felt he wasn't like, mad I... at Claire. He was mad at himself. Yeah. He was just mad. He was just mad that his daughter was upset with him right now. And he thought he was never going to get her back. Like he created this chasm. He was never going to be able to cross. Yeah. And it's just like, and some of it were everyone. the words he said too of the whole, and she's yeah. like, my father would have oh. never said the words that you said to me. Right. Yeah. And he's just like, she should have stayed with no. Frank. She, she, I, she shouldn't have like, maybe it was better that you guys did stay there. Maybe it was better that you didn't come back to me. Yeah. Like, I could imagine all of that. And I think that's, I, I completely agree with your interpretation there. And, and oh, interesting. So she, it's a Joni has a little, uh, so I love Jamie and Claire's makeup scene for the most part. It's interesting. Cause I'm maybe going to disagree with her here, but I love Jamie and Claire's makeup scene for the most part, but Claire's claiming the right to keep secrets from Jamie because of Brianna bugs me and the books. I feel like that we could have secrets, not lied, not lies remains a cornerstone of the relationship. Even after Brianna entered the equation, I've always felt the show has never given secrets, not lies the same weight. Um, I also feel, I don't know. I'm going to disagree with that a little bit. And it's interesting because it it'll tie into things in season six but um I think I disagree with it as well because I do expect my relationship with my mother to be between me and my mother no matter what especially when you're an adult like it's one thing when your kids maybe when you're a kid and it's minor and you need to share things and it's how to to parent them to co-parent when it's woman to woman and it's these these emotional topics that are so bearing and so personal and so hard to express mm-hmm. with I'm, th- I'm thinking ex- explicitly with my mother as well those things in that relationship with her is between me and her and that and I know without question that is not to her partner it's not to siblings it's not to her mother like th- th- that's between me and her and she will lie and it's not a lie she will lie so that she does not divulge anything that is between me and her and yeah. I don't think that's a lie to betray anyone she loves. Mm-hmm. That's a betray- That's a lie. And maybe it, it goes back to what is a white line? When is it acceptable and not? Yeah. Yeah. Especially in a marriage and, and, and in a relationship, because that is different. I don't know. I think I do disagree too, because. Well, and even for Jamie and because again, so we've established, okay, Jamie and Claire, and they've brought that, that line up. Like we can have secrets, not, but not lies. Mm-hmm. And even when Claire brings that up in, in first wife in season three, mm-hmm. the whole Leary thing, that is a, a very appropriate circumstance to bring that up because it's, be- it is between their relationship. It is, yes. it is between it's not between it's, and that's, I think it's different between the relationship if it pertains to their relationship versus I think Jamie and Brie should have a relationship outside of Claire. And I think Claire and Brie should have a relationship outside of Jamie. 
And Claire and Jamie, their relationship doesn't have to involve Brie because they're all adults. And I think even though they're family unit together, I think there is something different between there's gray between area those, between that relationship. And, and I would, I would like to think that Brie and Jamie are allowed to share things and maybe things are said that Claire doesn't have to be privy to. And I don't think that's a betrayal of yeah. her. Yeah. And I don't think it's a betrayal if Brie goes to her mother with these topics, especially when you're talking these topics and it is not and she does not know Jamie that well yet. And, and, and so keep in mind, Claire does not keep the fact that Brie was assaulted from him. No. She doesn't keep like, she kept Brie's confidence of off. what she's she off. thought was okay to keep from Jamie. Well, she it was the bonnet of Brie. And they didn't know said, that that was going to turn into Roger. Getting well, how, into exactly. Well, she but, thought it was one thing to, that it wasn't important. They were never going to see bonnet again. It was just going to hurt Jamie more. Okay. And, well, and Brie explicitly said, yeah, Brie explicitly she said, didn't want that said. No, you can't. So I don't want you to tell him. Were you going to hurt Brie because, yeah. And it's like, that's your daughter. Like at the end of the day, I, I do think a relationship to a child is different. Well, and she's been her mom for 19 years, right? Mm-hmm. Brie's just getting acclimated with Jamie. Like, so I do, I do get it. And, and believe me, I am a, Jamie and Claire is the yeah, reason I watch this show. Like, and I totally get it. Their relationship is this aspirational love. There are no secrets between them, but I like the way she know, phrased yeah. it. Cause because when she said, she says, when I made that promise to you, I didn't think there was ever a scenario where I could break it. And but I don't you, you know if know. I can keep that. Pro- I she's, and she just says, I don't know if I can keep that promise great. anymore. It's your daughter now. Well, she like, even says like, when I made you that promise, it was no, there was nobody but me and you, which that's what I mean. Of it, it's different when it's you two. Like Claire, the child keeping a secret things. about what happens to her, that's different. If if there's something Claire happens to her or or she does and she she lies about it, that's or keeps a secret. I feel like that's so much different than what happens to Brie because that is she's a different human. She's not a child. She's an adult, and she is she should have autonomy. She never made that promise. Brie never made that promise. Claire did. So why does that promise then extend to Brie? Brie has autonomy and she should be allowed to choose who knows these those things. personal things about things. her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you want her to be able to confide in Claire and not question, not question that bond, because I think that is really important. And maybe, you know, if that bonnet situation and that thing with Roger, maybe one day she would be okay with, you know, with Jamie have knowing, but that should be um, that should be Bree's decision because it was her secret. It, that's a different thing too. It's not Claire's secret. It's Bree's secret. Yeah. Bree's, it should be her decision and her mm-hmm. choice, mm-hmm. not Claire's. Claire's the keeper. She wasn't the, it, it yeah, wasn't hers her though. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I do get that. And I, I, I agree that I don't want to see any, um, disfigurement or like change in the relationship where all of a sudden Claire's really secretive about things that are important. Yeah. She's like hiding things yeah, from him that, from that him. have major impacts. Yeah. And, yeah but when that it's kind of Brie and Brie is explicitly saying like, please don't do this. And she's an adult and it's her decision to keep those things. I absolutely think Claire should stand by that because she's her daughter. And yeah. we are coming from this 1970s when women do have the right to say, this is my private life. This is my body. This is my bodily autonomy. I'm 19. These are my decisions. Yeah. I don't want this person to know this as even though they're my father, that doesn't give them a right over me, my body and what has happened to me. Yeah. Fair enough. 
Well, and Claire's also still rebuilding this relationship with Brie too, because she left her and yeah. Well, and and even before that, it was they they established that Claire and And Brie there was always a bit of long. Could you imagine the trust she's trying to rebuild? And now you're asking her to break that trust again. Well, she hid who her father was and lied to her, and now you're asking to break that confidence again. Yeah. Well, and she even says, like, for the longest time, it was it was Frank and Brie, like they were two Mm -hmm. peas in a pod, and then when he left, it was just the two of us kind of the two of us against the world and you know um so and I just say I just think like I think it's a gray area I don't think she's obligated to tell those things that their grown adult daughter tells her in confidence um and at a certain point you gotta trust no he's gonna hurt Jamie like if if, if it was like oh by the way there was militia coming please don't tell dad like that's different (laughs) yeah Claire or Norbury neither of them knew that anything bad was going to come from that they just thought it was something that is a horrible thing for people to know and they were just trying to protect themselves it wasn't anything malicious so I think that's also a different a a context to put on it but I'm with you in the gray area like I'm going to say black and white like never keep secrets do keep secrets but I think the context of it does matter but yeah interesting so interesting and comment on that journey yeah it is an interesting take of, of where does that line stand with children in a relationship like, does that? Yeah, I know. I'm trying to even think of my own parents. Like, I know when I was uh, younger, I think it was, uh, I think yeah, you have to like find the gray area. Yeah. I think you have to find the gray area. When you're 12, but 13, like, yeah, then when both parents are responsible for you and like your well being, like, maybe it is different. Yeah, you, if you hide like, something yeah. from your, you know, about, but when it's but when you reach adulthood, they're technically independent and you've given them this autonomy and they deserve and have like they have autonomy like they're yeah. not given it it's just, that line can are. change it i don't think, I think it's, it should change right I think it like, does change yeah because i know well i'll probably definitely have conversations with my mother that i would uh, you know hope yeah. she doesn't share, share with my father yeah. and, and sort of and like, i don't think that means that your mom is lying to your dad I think she's keeping your confidence and I think that is a different way to look at it yeah you know and I think there should also I think there's probably and again I think because Jamie is not looking at it I don't even think he's looking at it that way of a betrayal I think he's mad at himself and he's just taking it out like I don't think at the end of the day I don't think he's mad that she like Claire you betrayed me I think he's mad that oh shit I didn't have the right information and I hurt Brie I hurt Brie fuck I screwed up I hurt Brie that's all I think that's yeah. all he cared about it like from my and, perspective watching and the that words was, he I, said to her when he thought that yeah. she had just made it up like I think yeah. I personally I think that's what he's that's, most upset yeah. about like those like, words I said those things to my daughter like the one child yeah. I have the one child I still have in my life I just utterly demolished that relationship like the one chance I had to have a child in my life I and, yeah and look right all that kind of stuff yeah. Um, so that, yeah, that worked, but thank you, mm-hmm. Joni, but yeah. An amazing like, their, talking point. Their, though, thank you. Their arguments are always very interesting. Um, okay. So I guess we'll just sort of, we're going to just keep jumping around on sort of, cause we've already talked about some likes to just like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll go into a few other thoughts from Joni in general something she said earlier is I I want to begin by applauding you and Brittany for your positivity of your podcast well thank you did you ever think you would hear that about, about I'm a Brittany? negative Nancy <laughs> um 
so and then so she did mention i won't say much because spoilers but she did say i watched episode 601 Mm. twice now and i was desperate to hear a podcast take on it the only (laughs) the only outlander podcast that had their 601 discussion available kind of right away was one of those that falls into what i call the bitchy nitpicky category (gasps) oh am i a bitchy nitpicker no not us really i'm not Oh, Even my there, are, there are some takes out there that I, Am I, I like Jamie feels like I hate. No, there's some there. And you know what? Freedom of expression and you <laughs> yeah. choose what you want to listen to. But there are some out there that, you know, I feel that are it turns more into hate watching like oh, where you're I just could never get into that. Like, I don't have to I, look. My life is Let's negative enough. I don't shit. watch shit to, that makes me feel that bad. I turn that shit off. Like if things yeah. make me that upset uh, and I do understand that there's an audience for that. Actually, no, that's not fair. I watch some stuff, but I watch it through a lens that's comedic. So I'll watch reaction channels to stuff that I don't like because I think it's funny, but they can't be also negative. There's too much negativity, but fair. There's an audience for everything. Yeah, for sure. If you're hearing I those do noises, appreciate that. there's my dogs. The dogs they are battling their the- sticks. I was, I got 45 minutes out of them. Oh man. So and they've now decided that they're going to play fight. So on that's my bed. Fun. That'll be so fun anyways, for me in post. If you, hear, if you hear wolves just squealing, they're having a ball, absolute blast. That's what's happening. They're going anyways, for it. Joni, thank you very much for not thinking I'm a nitpicky bitchy. Right? <laughs> You're not. But yeah. Um, and so she called us a breath of fresh air she called us a breath of fresh air listening to some downer episodes and she's saying that she's really looking forward to us when we get to season six she's really looking forward to hearing your thoughts our thoughts on stuff she says i love your discussion of trauma um and i guess when she was watching season six found myself looking forward to the day when you and Brittany discuss certain parts Mm. um interesting and um and that was even before we listened to the trauma discussion in uh, one of the episodes of our podcast I was right when that discussion happens it will be compassionate and informed another breath of fresh air well that's sweet thank you Joni thank you I I, as much as I can mock or jest I I do hope that I can show that I I am empathetic I joke that Stacey likes people and I hate people but no, Brittany has a big heart. <laughs> Sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Not so, quite as big as Stacey's. We'll all admit oh, she's please. she's much better at it. But I, I'm learning. Okay. She's teaching me, guys. We're getting there. We're getting, maybe not with Roger, but she got me on Jamie. Okay. <laughs> it's like, you I'm there with you. Um, <laughs> it took me a while. Like season three, she got me there. And there's been as and close. <laughs> Remember at the end of season one when you wanted to put a friggin' pregnant Claire in like the backyard? Yeah, she was busy. I was not happy with her, with her stupid. He was healing. Now you're like Jamie. Okay, I mean Claire. (laughs) I'm used to being mad at Jamie. Claire, I know. Healing. He was upset. Fucking back off. And then at one point, Jamie, I can't remember what season was. Jamie did something that woodshed or something. (laughs) No, I was like, no, we're gonna put her in the mudroom. She's pregnant. Rude. Um, And then I I was like, I'm gonna go sit with her in the mudroom. And then. But and then there was that one point in season two where you were so pissed off with him for his treatment of her that you were like, he is hanging by his ankles like a bat on the tree. <laughs> he was really mean to her. You're like, and like I'm you're like, Jamie, I understand you're healing and you're going through trauma, but like don't use her as a punching bag, man. No, it's too much. 
she's pregnant. She went through shit. She's growing a human, man. Like, yeah. Also, she like let some cows in and was trying to rescue. Like, she went through some shit. Okay, she was in a weird cave with what's his face. Oh my god, she had to. She was in pants with Murta. There was a whole bunch of shit. Okay. Oh, that episode. Being sympathetic, Jamie, but Jesus. Okay, so um, and then okay, so I'm just gonna kind of use some of some thoughts, other thoughts from Joni that uh, I want to pull out uh, as our guide. So she has some thoughts on, okay, so for, uh, okay, so 407. You have to give me names. I don't know. Which 407 407 is down the rabbit hole. So that's the one where there's Oh, should we do our list first? Because I can say whether or not I hate it or love something. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. No, we could, and then we'll jump back. So let's do Brittany's list, and then we'll jump back into. Well, some I'm of just Joey's thinking because I'm gonna give away. I'm gonna give away my list thoughts. if we start talking about these things. Okay. Fair. Guys, there is no plan today. We're just kind of winging we're winging. So, yeah, I'm just well, making that up because I'm we'll gonna give back. away if I like. You're gonna give away do your you thoughts. Do you care that I things. that you know that I love down the rabbit hole or not? No, no, it's okay. Go for it. Okay, so Brittany, so I did. We're gonna go to like our episode rankings for the season, and then we'll jump back to some of Joni's comments and yes. use that as discussion points. Um, so just this is the cast, most because I don't think over episode know, we've ever I, done, but it's fine. I feel like in the first three seasons you could probably have guessed what my number one is with this one you, you might be surprised it. although yeah. it's actually not surprising given on characters you love just saying weirdo um <laughs> but okay so i ranked the episodes in the typical one like one to 13 like one to 13 i yeah. don't Brittany. i think you did it a little differently or no did you i did still one do... i did do one to 13 but it was more but of like tears. i first grouped them i grouped them into liked meh absolutely hated with a passion Fox so i grouped them and then i went into each group and i tiered them to one to 13 so i okay. first had a list of just like oh i liked these episodes i would rewatch them a middle group of like nah they got the plot going they were there i don't need and to then i here. absolutely hated these episodes and they should burn okay so, but i did get one to 13 okay so we'll start at the bottom so starting with last so 13 okay what one did you rank as 13? It's the absolute hate. I think I I feel like is yours also Wilmington? No. Yours is wow. not Wilmington. Mine's is a lot higher, but I also can completely understand Let me why. I can guess what yours is. Is yours Savages? Because I feel no, like that's actually higher up too. Oh. Okay, what was yours? Mine's Providence 412. So that's the uh, one. It's one yeah. that there's like almost no Jamie and Claire in. Okay, mine is so. that's also in my hate category, yeah. but it was it was higher because it was not as infuriating. Yeah, I guess no, I totally get it. I totally get it. But yeah, okay. The trauma so that was, of Wilmington. That was so that was mine and yours. So yours was Wilmington. Yeah. Okay. Fair. That's the, the ending yeah. to that episode is that was the Fucking, thing. Just, God damn it, Diana is how what I'll file yeah, that, that under. Was a lot of, that was, yeah, More that was trauma. A, um, okay. And then what did, what did you have for 12? The false bride. Um, okay, that's a little bit higher for me. Mine was for 13 Man of War. So the finale, actually. I don't know. It was kind of okay. I was like, meh. The, the yeah, last yeah. one, I was I like mean, mine was that was in my like the middle category I counted of like it like did some stuff like it was there but yeah. like I didn't love it but there was moments I liked like Jamie and Claire there was a few moments that I liked of it and there was only there was a limited amount of Roger and I liked Ian in it so it was like it was yeah like fair 
See, to be fair, anything that's ranked near the bottom for me, I don't know if I would classify it as like this episode should burn. I effing hate it. Unlike your, just, your yes, tier categorization. It. Like if you, until you get to like about Man of Wrath, like number eight, hate. <laughs> yeah. We're just in hate category. Isn't that hate? Yeah. Okay. And then what was 11? Uh, do no harm. Lulls me too. <laughs> really? 402. Okay, yeah. yeah. Do no yeah. harm was 11. Like. Um, and it was just, I, I, it, I don't think it was a bad episode. I think it was like really well, I actually think it was really well constructed and it was really effective and it was really impactful. Hi puppers. It was really effective and impactful and kind of impactful in that I hated it. Yeah. Well, and I also (laughs) like that it flipped the script and kind of doing the whole clear trend to come in, be in the white savior. And sometimes you can't. Yeah. Right. And I thought that was interesting. Um, but it's a it's it's god awful in the terms of it's really freaking rough. Like that last scene, the lynching thing is just <gasps> oh my god, I just like yeah. awful. So absolutely yeah. fair enough. Okay. So we were both at the same for eleven. What did you do for 10? I did Providence. So mine's low okay. too. Fair. Okay. Yeah. And then mine was episode seven, which was down the rabbit hole. So that was the oh. no Jamie and Claire episode. I mean, I like again, I don't hate it. Wow. But anytime Jamie and Claire are completely not an episode, not in an episode, it's See, I liked them. I liked her with Leary. I liked it. See, that's and one I just of my highest to, ones. I just want to smack Leary. Oh, I liked not it. Not you, I don't know. though, Nell. Love you, Nell. You're awesome. <laughs> yeah, not me, Nell. I loved. The, I actually liked that episode. I thought it was so cute. It just, is like, an interesting one. Yeah. In um, in the time and like seeing her with Leary yeah. and like figuring it out, like I I liked it. <laughs> hey, it goes to show you how and she had time to prepare and plan and Claire just accidentally got thrown in that shit so it goes to show you like you may have been frustrated with Claire but she actually adapted pretty, pretty freaking well. well considering that Brie knew what was happening and was still bamboozled and was still just like a hot freaking mess right um okay so down the rabbit hole okay what was nine for you what was your ninth uh, I think it was the oh uh the deep the deep, deep heart, heart score. yeah that's wow mine's so much higher than that so that's episode 10 but I get it though because that is it that's when Brie and Jamie have that huge fight and I didn't like it I was not <laughs> I was not happy didn't like it we got like a few the first half we got a few nice like, yeah family the first moments half, and then my first list that was number 12 and then I remembered the end and I remembered how much I hated Providence and do no harm so it got bumped up but it was number 12 in my first list and then I remembered do no harm and I was like oh yeah fuck oh never mind I gotta rearrange that Um, (laughs) so the deep core got bumped up okay because I liked the beginning but like that fight between Jamie and Brie it's awful it was awful it's and Claire's in the middle and Claire's stuck in the middle amazing the act actors holy shit they did so good so good it was so well yeah, done it's just really rough that's why i hate it to watch because <laughs> yeah. it was you're just like i just oh, didn't why? want their relation to crumble they were so cute at the beginning and they went hunting for bees the episode before and oh and, then it and all that off. and then it just goes to shit so fast yeah. and poor claire is stuck in the middle being like yeah. you what choose between your husband and your, your daughter. daughter like that's an impossible position um and okay, not just so your husband but your soul bound husband like your soulman that you traveled 200 space years in time for. yeah and like lost your other husband for like it's not a simple like <laughs> you're like hey <sighs> um so my number nine was false bride um 403 oh okay yeah, um yeah, yeah. so it's so like lower, lower like me so our lowers are similar and 
And honestly, it, 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 it's, it's the, I mean, you know, of course, Claire goes off and wanders on her own, but yeah. it was truly like, I wanted to find Roger in that episode. Oh my God. It was so bad. Blue. Um, Brittany is trying to get her dogs to just simmer her, her four-legged children to just sort of simmer down. It's fine. They have a lot of, they have a lot of energy. I don't know why they have so for, much energy. It's almost 9 PM. Like they it's have a bedtime lot right of energy. This is bedtime. They're going for it. Um, okay, so that was nine. What was eight? What was your eighth? Man of wrath. You mean man of worth? Oh yeah, man of worth. Sorry, I can't read my own writing. No worries. Of the finale. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Man of worth. It's kind of like in that middle middle. Yeah, ready. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mine was episode six, which is blood of my blood, which is the you know where okay, mine was a little Lord bit higher. John and, and yeah. Kevin. Um, that middle path though. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm hitting like the middle ground. I mean, I do yeah. really, really appreciate um I'd like as much John as I hate when they Claire. split Jamie and Claire up again, but I really I really love John and Claire too. I thought their their thought, conversations were the tension yeah. and the like and I thought Jamie and his son, I thought it was cute. I thought like they're hunting oh, and William. like William and like the little conversation. You sir are allowed. <laughs> yeah, like I thought it was cute. I liked it. Again, it was just like those moments that you don't normally got to see the two of them in. Yeah, getting to see them together was like really mm-hmm. interesting and really nice. Um, and then what was seven? Uh, mine was the uh, pile or uh, the season. Oh, the start. The premiere. Premiere. I was like season pilot. I'm like that's oh, not for the beautiful. So for the beautiful, which yeah. also had a rough ending. More trauma for Claire and everyone. Yeah, that's why. Again, like I liked the beginning, and then it just uh, trauma out to just ah, like ooh. let's add that on. Again, these like my list is not like the episodes are bad. It's like my feelings after them of like the how much did one... they hurt me and trauma? Did they? Yeah, cause am me? I gonna go back and watch it? Kind of deal. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, was it entertaining or was it painful for me to watch? Um, my number seven was episode four, Common Ground. Oh, okay. Mine, yeah, that was hard for me. Um, and then what was six? If not for hope. Lols, same. No, four, we have we never get any two. We've hit the two same. at the exact same two. so far. That's two crazy. Of them. Um, I really and, and like I, I really appreciated it. Jamie and Claire making up same. that conversation in the tent, which Agreed. we sort of talked about. Um, and it was, you know, it was interesting to see Lord John come back into the picture. And I like and- Brie and John, like when she was like <laughs> asking him to me, I don't know. I liked those conversations. And, when, and John- just when it clicked for her that John's in love with her father and, mm-hmm. and how he knows both of your parents and he, and yeah. he's just like, well, your mother tells it like it is. <laughs> and yeah. Your fa- yeah, you are definitely their kid. Cause I can yeah. see Jamie. I can see Claire. <laughs> yep. You are their child. Holy hell. I, I, yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed really that episode. Um, okay, what was five? Blood of my blood. See, because I, I enjoyed those. Okay, fair, fair. The scenes, yeah. I liked and, Gray and Claire. I, and yeah, I liked I, Will and Jamie. William. Um, and then, so my five was 401 America the Beautiful. Oh, okay. So mine was just a little bit higher. What was four for you? Mine was Savages. Lol, same. <gasps> we had three. three. 
Four oh five. That never savages. happens. That's yeah, so I enjoyed it. I mean, the German I mean, guy was annoying, but like, Claire yeah, was the midwife. They were homey. It was cute. Like, well, and it was the yeah. The opening scene was really cute. Find out yeah. Jamie's been dreaming of Brie and knows what the birthmark and. He's like sneaking to get the candlestick made to get yeah. her a new ring. And you're like, ring at the, oh yeah, and then like obviously it. the whole thing with like Frau Mueller and like that whole stuff is awful. But I remember we had really good chats about that. Like really good. We did. Discuss that. Um, I know that that's one of the ones I watched with you. And it was like, I don't know. That was one that just, it was really fun to talk about. It wasn't traumatic to talk yeah, about. Yeah. Well, it was good like, conversation. It was deep, yeah. Good conversation that like had merit. I still like really enjoyed your yeah, doggo is gonna escape. Um, and and that was the episode we got Myrta back, which personally I enjoyed. Okay, yes, so let him. Out. So be right back. Brittany's gonna go let the dogs out, but um, yeah. So for me, that episode, um, yeah, for me that episode was it was nice. I loved getting Myrta back after. Yeah. barely seeing him in season like we there was that one bit in season three that we saw him, but we haven't really seen him much since Culloden and to have him come back and then to be, and he's like the one person that Jamie can talk to that knows about Claire and about the time travel and his reaction to him telling her that Claire came back to him was amazing. He was like, Oh my God. And then, yeah. And the little boogie, woogie bugle boy whistle at the end when him and Claire see each other. You're like, it's like such a callback to, to the yeah. bond that Myrta and Claire had Claire as had, well, which was so real too. And I think again, like, yeah, I'm with you. I like those like callbacks to those other characters where it's so earned those relationships and authentic. And you're like, yeah, they traveled together. They tried to free Jamie. They went yeah. through the pain of like the fear of maybe he's dead. Maybe he's alive. And then when he was struggling, like, and then the Myrta was there. Was, yeah. He Myrta was, was, he was literally there. caught her when she was puking, when she yep. was fainting, when she like all yep. of those things. Yeah, right? that was Myrta. So as um, much as I put him on the roof because he's a cranky old bastard. I did. A, I really liked. It was nice to see them team. back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, and then what was three? three? I had common ground. Okay. Um, and mine. So mine was Wilmington and not for um, the reason I know. Yeah, yeah, no, I fully understand. Like the end of that episode is is brutal. The we're, the reason I would have Wilmington so high is because um it was I enjoyed sort of the intro to the party and like mm. cl- like Jamie and Claire doing their political thing together and then mm-hmm. um Claire being able to like show her stuff in front <laughs> yeah. of everyone and perform be the surgeon. this surgeon, be this surgery, like be the surgeon and do the thing, command. And like, what she managed res- to not get blood on that white dress. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Jamie straight up being like, my wife's a surgeon da, 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 and her like distracting. Ev- Just everyone. working as a team together so well. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed that. And she, her getting to like do her stuff. And like, she's such in her element when she is able to go into doctor mode. So um, that's fair. That's fair. What was two? Down the road. Um, okay and i mean you're really gonna liked. have me and you're gonna have the same number one then. the same look but, at that when does that happen so my number my number two is the deep hearts core <gasps> oh, i know okay. i know and it's i feel like it's because we still get more claire jamie Bray at the beginning okay um we get a little bit more of that i think it's in that episode where brie starts sharing a little bit more like let some things about Frank out with, with Jamie. Okay, puppies. Hey, you too. You're okay. 
get along kids get along kids um but that whole when Claire's in the garden and, and Jamie's oh, yeah, like, you know, cute. sometimes if and then Frank, Frank, and he was like, yeah, Frank, you know, my dad used to say that, too. <laughs> and he was kind of like, huh. And because to, to me, I sort of picture Jamie sort of picturing what she might have been like Done, and, yeah. and just sort of them still bonding. And then obviously it goes all horribly wrong into shit. But I do really appreciate I agree. the first bit was super cute, super before cute. it just all gets ruined. And then, yeah, it just turns into all goes sideways. And so then number one, the birds and the bees. Same girl. That's four of uh, us that we all got at the same, but yes, number one, birds and the bees. Um, What a good episode. I really, we get Jamie meeting his daughter. Daughter. So cute. And then Claire and Bree being reunited and then family moment. And And they're all um, sitting there. Amazing. And Lizzie is there with Ian, and I just I liked it. Like crushing on Ian already. <laughs> I that was, that episode was just just so loving it. Cute. So many like good feels and great like emotional moments for the character and character development and relationship. I liked it. Yes, I love it. Okay, so now that we've okay. gone through that, we can go so back we can to talk sort about of down the rabbit hole because it's number comments. two for me. So I love down the okay. rabbit hole. So before that's why we- I was like, I was wondering where yours was because I'm like, I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I will. Like, but I figured you, yours would be lower. Because you love no Jamie or Claire. Claire. <laughs> then, okay, puppers, because you also love Brittany. Might need to deal with the dogs that are getting so rambunctious they're starting to go at each other. Um, okay, so before we go into 407 and thoughts on Joni, I will just read something that Joanna sent us. Okay. Um, I think this was in re- in regards to um I think this was in regards to 409 but it wasn't anything specific about 409 okay which 409 is birds and the bees ah but so which we won't get into that but I will say um so Joanna did say um so interesting so she's saying like i've watched outlander so many times and there's not many scenes that make me cry anymore um basically just uh claire bowing to magnus and faith Oof. Mm. that was a hard one and then spoiler scene in season five so i will not say okay um but listening to you describe jamie meeting brie brought all the tears though i couldn't Aww. Though I couldn't see Brittany, it was it was like watching someone else see this this momentous moment, and it was like seeing it again for the first time. Did that make sense? Yes, it made sense, yes, Joanna. Yes, it did. Oh, um, that's really. Sweet. And then she says Brittany has certainly softened towards Myrta, so I'm going to hold out hope for Roger. <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I might let you down on that one. She says I, I know it won't be anytime soon, though. Um, and she says I've been re-watching in preparation for season six usually one episode a night with my husband but we're having to do some catching up um, I did it but this so I, I don't have time to wait but one day for your next episode I have a feeling Brittany will hate Roger more when she sees what it does to Jamie and Bree's relationship <gasps> I did. And, e- and even Jamie and Claire's temporarily. <laughs> it did. It did. It did not Joanna. help. Okay, puppers. We might have to take a time out to, to deal with the children. Just let me know. <laughs> but they're playing yeah. nicely, just loudly. They're just playing. They're playing nice, but they're loud. They're just getting excited. But thank you, they're thank you overtired. for that, yeah. Joanna. Your thank instincts. You. 
That's right. really sweet. You're they're very right. I oh. definitely hate Roger so much. So much. Um so much. I wish I went back through the stones. <laughs> okay so for now let's go to down the, so 407 down the rabbit okay. hole so interesting interesting so you really loved that i did um, um but joni, i also like leary so yes so joni briefly says it this joni says this is her least favorite episode from season <laughs> she four. hates leary i feel like people um, hate leary yeah that's fair and then she, she messes with Claire's daughter. Well, I and mean, not only, she tries, she tries to kill Claire's daughter. I mean, you know it's hard to be like, yeah, okay, we love you. And there were also <laughs> book changes too. So I know Joey's oh, a book reader. So it, yeah. But so it was so funny. She was like, I was so furious when I first watched. Um, when I first watched it, I was so furious I could only emit a high pitched sound if my best friend <laughs> called my angry dolphin noises. <laughs> um, oh, oh. <laughs> So, because there was also a lot of Frank flashbacks in that episode too. So That's true, l- l- but it felt like listen- it like gave so much Brie like oh like relationship it. between them. Mm-hmm. But it's it, 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 you're you might pick up what she's putting down here. So she says, speaking of Frank, um, I think the Frank flashbacks were needed to show the tight bond between Brianna and Frank, right? Also that he was a skis bag. Yes, that was right. A, a bond, so a bond that was so tight that it made Claire feel like an outlander in her own family. Um, I feel that this was so. This is where she goes into Frank. So I think this was purposeful parental alienation on Frank's part. As Claire pointed mm-hmm. out in their final fight, Frank was counting the days until Brianna was 18 and he could leave. Probably almost from the moment Red, 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 that, that Reverend Wakefield's research proved that Claire and Jamie's oh, marriage absolutely. was real. Um, maybe even from the moment the nurse at the hospital commented on the baby's red hair. Ooh, the long Yeah, game. Frank was a, you know what? I'm with you. Frank was a skis ball. Honestly, those flashbacks made me like see that he was like planning. Well, yeah, I felt like, like he, he wanted to hurt. I'm sorry. Those flashbacks made me just feel like he wanted to hurt Claire. And maybe and new Brie was the way yeah. to do it. Mm. It was and like, then- I'm going to have that daughter. It's not Jamie's daughter. It's not your daughter. It's my daughter. She's mine. So, and then they're saying, so this closeness between that also Brie, some personal issues coming up. There. It's okay. It's okay. That is what art makes us feel, you know, right? Brings up some stuff. You know, um, Lander, you're doing good. You're getting it. And then she says, so this closeness between Any Frank of us and Brie, over there with the trauma of the parent alienation, we're, we're feeling it. Like I feel this. Um, so she says this, this closeness between Brie and Frank should have been brought up in episode 303 but since it wasn't the view the viewer is being made to suffer through extended frank flashbacks mm. frank's no, frank's knowledge of the obituary is information new to season seven but it's something that frank was mad Ooh, at claire seven? for or sorry season I'm, it's new to season four it's new info. okay we just find out about okay the, yes oh, yeah yeah sorry right? i just got confused. i was like whoa are we bad. jumping head books and i was like was You're i like wait what's supposed to know things i'm not supposed to know <laughs> um so yes yeah, sorry frank's knowledge of the obituary is is new to new info to season yes. four but it's something that frank was mad at claire for but that she had no knowledge of. done so yeah. this is more book stuff but it's it you is can read into like, that was, like, he's he mad pl- at her for it because he knows for she something back that she's going to know she doesn't know she's going to do that. And he's mad and going to punish her. For that. She thinks Jamie's dead because he made her promise to not even research about it. But she, he did. He finds out that she he's alive. And then he finds punishing out that her for she, it. That Claire's goes back. Claire has no idea that Jamie's alive. Doesn't know that she can go back. Doesn't know, know that she's going to go back. And yet she's being punished for it through her daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so if we all wondered if I forgave Frank because he died. No, I haven't. 
So, and then she says, Claire, Claire. This made me hate him so much. And like for Brie to feel guilty at all, that was heartbreaking to me for like those scenes where she was like, felt betrayed for wanting to know Jamie or like, what do I call you? Like, I feel disloyal even like talking to you, like all that kind of stuff. Cause she was like, so when she was like used and like, I feel like Frank there, I feel like because there is a parent that wouldn't have made you question that. And then there's the type of parent that would make you question that. And I feel like Frank was that type of parent that would make you question that loyalty. Whereas Jamie, even though he was a parent after there's still that ability that with William too, like, he doesn't feel that jealousy. He doesn't feel that like need to have that possession of it mm-hmm. um, that you could see and again, so authentic, so authentic. Like they, the way they did that Frank character, the fact that I hate him so much and he's such a minor, like he's not even alive right now. And I still hate him. No, no, We've no. already killed him off. You would have really, break. really hated book Frank because the show actually makes Eased him, him up. more. Oh my so- God. I couldn't imagine. Like they did a great job. Like he is dead. We've murdered him and we, I still hate him more. I hate him more after that. Like when she figured out that he was like hiding that from her. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm reading ahead to Jody's comment. And he's like, (laughs) she's like, Claire hadn't gone back to Jamie at the time Frank found out about the obituary. So apparently he was mad because she was leaving at some point in the future. He could ride off into the future sunset with Sandy Candy and, and Brianna. (laughs) But Claire wasn't allowed to return to Jamie and Claire still hadn't yes. left a year or two after Frank found out about the obituary at the time of their last fight. Frank and he was already makes me dead. sick. I'm with you, Johnny. Hate it. Hate it. You were dead, dude. And you know why you ended up dead? Because you, if you hadn't looked into that and decided all this shit, you'd probably still be alive and she would have never figured out and gone back to him. You made your you made it happen. self-fulfilling prophecy. Self-fulfilling prophecy. I was going to say that. It's almost like he made it happen. Yeah, you made it happen, um, dude. So you deserve those breaks to be cut. All the points. Okay, so speaking of Team Icy Road. Um, you think okay, maybe so- Brie helped? I don't think so. I don't think so either. That no. would be a good conspiracy, though, if she helped out. Maybe Sandy did. Did she... I don't know. know. Sandy was going to get a trip to London. Who passed that? Yeah, right. Um, Okay, so we don't really need to talk about Wilmington um, episode. So, so Joni had some thoughts that I pulled apart. So Joni gave us thoughts on every episode, but I sort of pulled the like we've just universally really loved the sort of beginning, the Jamie and Claire settling into all that. Love that. Love. I do Um, really like because Paris, like they had the home, but it was so tumultuous. Their relationship was, was so brutal. Was yeah. So brutal. And then losing faith. Like it was just, oh, and Jamie was trying to heal in his hand. Like it was just awful. So like to see them together and like, if you Building took away the, them as a couple, it was just, it was good. It was good. It was well-deserved and earned and they deserved it. And I like the homestead. I like the frontierness and like the wilderness and I'm a tree person. Okay. So there was a lot of trees. There's a lot I of trees. That. You're a fan of the trees. <laughs> It was a really big thing. And like a log cabin. Listen, okay. My dream in life is to live in a log cabin with some goats and like 50 dogs. All right. You think this is a lot of dogs for this microphone? You wait. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If this keeps going, we're going to have like 50 dogs in the back. We're going to have a sanctuary. (laughs) Um, So I really liked that. (laughs) Okay. So, okay. So now we're going to jump back to Birds and the Bees. So Joni's thoughts. So Joni, you know, her 409 birds and the bees is mm-hmm. was her favorite episode of season four um 
So she says, my reaction to Jamie meeting Brianna pretty much mirrored Britney's. <laughs> For me, it elicited happy dolphin noises. So not angry yeah. dolphin noises. No, just the happy, happy ones. dolphin noises. Um, so I have to. Um, okay, so she says, I have to say that Jamie's reaction to meeting Brianna in 409 made up for what I consider an underwhelming reaction to seeing her photograph in 306. So that's where um, we talked about, I know how in the book it says he, when he sees Bree's photo, he thoroughly dissolves into tears. Stan has come out and said he made an acting choice. Um, and I will never fault an actor for making a choice. And I get it because a, a few episodes previous, Jamie has that breakdown after Fergus loses his hand. And then he, you know, again, like also like I could see where Jamie's coming from. I could see both. Well, he doesn't a know. Picture isn't a real a exactly. not re- like he also like pictures are kind of like not an everyday thing. Like he has the one of the like, one portrait of William. But like a picture, like that's still not real. She's not tangible. She's in a swimsuit. Like she doesn't look like his time. He's never been able to touch her, smell her, feel her. Also, do you want to more have of an great... idea still? Also, do you... yeah, because do you her. want her to become real to you? Because you also have to then admit that you'll never, like at that time, you'll never meet yeah. her. Like so you're going to meet her and then like... also lose her in the same breath. Yeah. Because if you fully admit that this picture is your real life daughter, but at that time she's 230. 200 years in the future and you're never going to meet yeah. her you're also going to have to come to that realization she lived this is what she looked yeah. like she was a real human and she's gone forever mm-hmm. yeah so i do understand that character but i also see the character of like yeah you break down sobbing because you're never gonna well and, and you're never gonna see her so i see both i see and both. also I see the, though because he he goes straight from that to getting up oh here's a picture of my son with like son, switches yeah. right so I think that's hard for some people to take, which this is what Joni says too, where it's like those amazing, those emotional, like you'll normal person. <laughs> she says Jamie's reaction to those pictures always struck me as these are nice, Claire. Now let me tell you about my kid with a penis and show you his <laughs> portrait. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, lols. I never thought of it that way. I'm like, Here's oh, yeah, my okay, male child. daughter, but fuck that. I've got a son. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, I, I get it. I, don't see and it I hadn't that read way. the book first, so I didn't feel That's it less true. then. But I guess it. if you've built this and as someone big emotional who, scene and you saw it as big and emotional. Yeah. I, I, because as someone I who read, compartmentalizes, yeah, I also yeah, yeah. compartmentalize, compartmentalize, compartmentalize. so many syllable, syllables there. I am very, I can sympathize with someone that like pushes it aside and is like, mm-hmm. that is so heartbreaking. How do I deal with that? Like, how do I, how do you, I'm going to look at my daughter, never touch her, see her, talk to her, know her. If Mm. I acknowledge her, I also then I'm just grieving her. And maybe it's easier to just put that aside and pretend it's not really real. Like it's real without being real because it'll never be real to me. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. I can see Um, that as a real reaction for those normal, steadfast, emotional people. (laughs) <laughs> no I get no I get it too though she's not yeah. you know she, she's still an idea like he figment, thinks right? of her but he doesn't yeah, actually know like, her yeah and I get it. she's he my knows daughter but Willie. I'm never yeah he like know, I'm never he, gonna talk to her or hug her or like I'm never gonna have a chance to like see her as a person mm-hmm. so how do I emotionally internalize that because yeah she's always gonna be just an idea to me 
Yeah. And, and he, I can't let her be more because there's no possibility. She's 200 years in the future. It's not like I can go try and find her. It's not like I can do anything. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know that she could travel. Like that's not, that's not a possibility in his brain. Yeah. yeah totally. So what do you do with that emotion? Except maybe shut it aside and be like, yeah, that fucking sucks. Also, this kind of sucks too. Like I'm dealing like it all kind of sucks. You want to let's swap weird, crazy stories. <laughs> But I do um, see how that the switch was a little bit weird. I agree with her there. I, yeah. I don't I don't question Sam's choice in acting. I do question the director's choice to go directly. Well, because right it was written him. in the script like, like it was oh, like, yeah. very quick. Well, and it was a change from the book, which I get it. I think it made sense because the book, it, they're in Jamaica before she finds out and oh, he doesn't tell her yeah, she finds okay. out. And you, I and I'm like, you have the leery, like you have the leery thing. And now this girl, how does she not leave him? Like, you know, yeah, so you I can't I, lie about that. I like that he was like came right out and and again he knows Willie. He's also like yeah, how maybe around he, Willie if he feels like he can't really he needs to share that with her. He right? needs to, he's like oh you're sharing one like our daughter. I want to be upfront and share like this my is son. A, this my son too. Like we're talking about kids and like he also doesn't know that she'll ever maybe meet William. Like he doesn't know he'll ever see William again. So it's maybe it's just like. Yeah, I, I've had to put William away and like seclude him in my brain too. Like he's gone forever. Like I might never, I'm never going to be his father. I'm never going to have that position in his life. And I'm not gonna, never going to have it in Bree. So they're kind of equal to him of like, they are both my children, but they're- But I can never be their my father. Yeah, yeah, I can never, that's exact. I can never be their father. And so let me yeah. share that with you too. Um, And then- Also and- probably to, to express to Claire the grief of having a child far away. I mean, he's- sympathizing with her in that it being like Brie you can't touch Brie I relate even not with maybe on the Brie part but on the part of you knew the child I mean Claire knew Brie but Jamie knew William and he's being separated and having just this photo and so maybe it's a way for him to try to say like look I know it's our daughter but you knew her you saw her grow up I saw William and I still had to leave him and walk away and never be his father again and you had to leave her and so I know she's my daughter, but I know it might be devastating for you. Yeah. So maybe that's also like a little bit of his character trying to empathize and be like, here's also like, I, I know it's tough for you. Like, I know yeah. it's not the same as it is for me having to walk away. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then going on to sort of 409, she also mentioned, so she really, really, really liked them meeting, like reuniting mm-hmm. Jamie and Bree. That was a really, really really great moment um and then she says i also wish we could have had the conversation between jamie and claire so this is book stuff um where they wonder if roger will accept brianna and the baby when it might not be his claire asks jamie if he would have accepted her if she had been pregnant with frank's baby he thinks a moment and then he says something like i love you and the baby would have been part of you Claire then asked something like you wouldn't tell me that and then constantly throw it in my face that I'm pregnant by another man and Jamie looks confused Jamie looks confused then it clicks that this is what Frank did to her obvious you know this is what Frank did to her that's in the book so it like he sort of realizes maybe what their marriage would have been like and how that was kind of used against her it wasn't what he it wasn't like he picture he probably pictured this thing so that's going book back. stuff the show doesn't really lean into that yeah. that much that's probably a whole little like weird subplot like how do you get into because we see it as as audience members we understand what claire's ma- marriage was so do you want to waste screen time 
having Janie recognize it. Like, well, and, and again, the character, the characterization between Frank in the show and Frank in the book is still like a little different. Yeah. Obviously, Joni takes the the stance that the show uh, isn't. She, uh, she says the show isn't interested in seeing Frank as anything other than some sort of martyr to Jamie and Claire's love. Um, and she says this is on <laughs> Agree, and I hate him, and he should have been murdered way earlier, Joni. Okay, um, so she says this is on like display. you know when he pulled that. Sh- oh, that stupid night when they had sex and he was an asshole that's the night he should have died when he was like open your eyes yeah that Fuck one that shit he should have died that night <laughs> actually no go back to the hospital i hated that shit when he said you could never talk oh you can't talk about the ho- trauma you went through but you have to be oh god no you're not allowed to look you can't be um, a human you have to be a robot and exactly who i want you to be but i'll accept you either accept her or don't you dickhead Britney's she has getting a trauma up don't but, remind me of frank <laughs> i hate him but so this is a moment that that bugs Joni. we're talking about like so this is on display again in the episode when claire greets brianna's reveal that of frank's knowledge about the obituary mm. by affirming that frank always knew her heart was in the past and she writes no claire Frank was Frank. Frank was a vindictive, emotionally abusive dickhead who alienated your daughter from you and planned to take her away with him when he left you. Thankfully, karma in the form of hashtag icy road was on your side. Hashtag icy road. (laughs) Preach, Joni. You got it. Fuck Frank. He was abusive and controlling. And so sorry to anyone who's a major Frank fan. Apologies. Look. We like the actor. The actor's great. As a character, um, shit. Shitty, 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 shitty man. Um, okay. Partners out there. Men, women, never ask your par- other partner to suppress their trauma because you need them to be something else. That's fucked up. Okay, let's just yeah. get it out there. That's fucked up. Let's not either, ex- either accept them with their trauma or be like, no, I can't handle this and get the fuck out of that relationship. <laughs> like, messed up, Frank. Mess. And not I know we've talked is. about a woman in the... 40, 50s. When did she go back? 50s? 58? Did she go back? No, she when she went first went back, it was 48. 48. Okay, I'm giving her 10 years. 48. Okay, woman, pregnant. Yes, we understand why she accepted it. But that doesn't mean that Frank had to demand it of her. She had to accept it. He didn't have to ask it. Two different things there. Right. Just putting it out there. Um, okay. And then we Frank broke- and Roger. That should be Team Icy Road. Can team we come Roger? Road. Bye. Okay, and then she gives some thoughts me. on 12, which we both, uh, Providence, I, that Ooh. was my least ranked, both low. But so she says, uh, for yeah, 412, if 407 didn't exist, then 412 would be my least favorite. Um, it's, da, 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 but she says, I want to talk. So she says she wants to chat about the jailbreak storyline a little bit. Mm. Um, she says, I, she says she thinks it's a good adaptation, believe it or not. The episode actually streamlined what happened in this part of the book, Drums of Autumn. It was more it was more convoluted. That's even upsetting. How, <laughs> even the circumstances, how Jamie and Bree meet is convoluted because, like, Jamie's in town because Fergus is on trial for some crime and he has to get, and that's why he's in. So Claire's oh, not even there. Lord. That's why he's in Wilmington. And then he runs into Bree and it's all, it's a lot. Okay, that's um, very and so she says, I love Fergus and Mars- Marsley's okay. jailbreak planning. And I love their reference to the story of Claire rescuing Jamie from, from Wentworth. This is how legends begin. Yes. Okay. That's true. So, cause Marsley says that one moment, like, you know, Mr. Like Claire, like went 
and and get got Jamie out of Wentworth and like da da da. So like we can get Murta out of this jail and like the fact that that story has been like passed down. <laughs> yeah, and like continued. I, I did like that, stuff. and like I, there was certain parts of that episode, but there was just like the overarching that I didn't like. No, fair. Also, the and- fact that. He's fucking not dead. Yeah, that's a blah, blah, blah. Well, okay. And so in terms of the jail thing, so she says, as for Brian John, love that he supports her decision to visit Bonnet in jail. I love Agreed. the way the, um, and then I love- but we all know the, that I love Gray. Yes. That I was love a question. the way the contents of Jamie's letter to Brianna are revealed. A Jamie voiceover is a beautiful thing whenever we get one, because it's true. It's, it's, it's rare. It's very rare. Um, mm-hmm. His thoughts on the spiritual cost of killing reminded me a lot of his prologue. Uh, she talks about this is a big thing in the 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 Lord John novels and the Scottish pair and that kind of stuff. I have not read those. Um, and then she says, I see Brianna's visit to Bonnet as her victim impact statement. Her mm. statement to Bonnet, I, you know, her statement to Bonnet, I thought knowing there was something left of you in this earth might comfort you seems to me to hold an echo of Jamie's statement to Claire in 213 this child is all that will be left of me it's a nice link between father and daughter that goes beyond physical resemblance it is similar i the victim impact statement i could totally see it's like her she has control of this she's gonna Mm -hmm. get this off her chest and confront it um interesting point but yeah i and i do love that that john is like okay this is your decision this is what you want to do gonna support you also I uh I know your mother and uh she was never one to anyway, so. you're gonna do it anyway so I'm I will her. just be there with you and keep you just safe because yep. we know you lovely razor women if, if something bad ad- happens abducted a lot so we're just yep. gonna keep our eyes on you exactly and your father will kill me if something bad happens to you <laughs> so I'm just gonna let you do it because you're your mother's daughter and you do it anyway um and then for the finale man of worth um but okay so the parts i highlighted i think roger's hesitation in returning to brianna <laughs> after the rescue is shitty yeah frank's, it is frank's hesitation about taking a pregnant claire back is more understandable claire told agreed. him she had spent her time away in a loving relationship agreed you slash roger Bree was assaulted she didn't choose she didn't to cheat on you any of that and then she you, says yeah she says, if I'm sympathetic to Frank, you know, it's bad. Agreed. I agree. <laughs> you know what? The fact that, yes, I agree. The hesitation of Frank was Makes that sense. I don't even condemn. I don't condemn him for. It was what followed him accepting her that I could The conditions him for. and yeah, it you wasn't can't the, even look. Of course you question that shit. You question it because she's being open and honest and upfront about what that entails. And you have to realistically think about can I accept this or can I not you should you should take that time you shouldn't jump in Mm -hmm. but you also shouldn't have conditions on that acceptance that was fucked up yeah Roger being like I need time and Claire being like yes take your no 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 don't take your fucking time that was your wife and you were saying that that's your wife and that you hand and And then mm, no I love the juxtaposition though between Jamie and Claire there because Jamie's very much speaking at you know, from the male perspective of, again, like if it was Claire, I don't think there would be any hesitation. He's like, I love this woman. I know yeah. no hesitation. And Claire is kind of coming from the female perspective. Also the, the mother of 
Brie is in this with or without you. If you're going to come back, be sure. Don't you dip. Also having Frank throw it in her face. I'm sure Claire is very aware that you do not. But okay, this is my thing is if Roger hesitates, don't be there. You, if it's a hesitation, then you're going to have that hesitation repeatedly. Or if she's like thinking she's, now she's though, more like, think about it. I want you to, you know, you better be damn sure. Like this is our daughter. I don't you want you throwing this shit it, in her face later. I'm more of the point of like, if you have to think about it, that means there's doubts and there's always going to be doubts. You're never, you're not going to overcome. I don't know. But I think also, I think it's normal to have doubts and then make because also he as much but as you want to say fuck him he, he just went through a trauma too like no he just but he got switched the- because he wanted her unconditionally and then when he found out that this happened to her it switched that's my point he wasn't like okay. oh she 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 came here and i was gonna leave her it was no i was going back she's my wife i'm not leaving her when yeah. she, he finds out she's pregnant i'm not leaving her when he finds out it might not be his and that she was attacked now i need time yeah fair that's what gets me because then it's like, okay, so then, you, so then something changed. You think something changed about her or about that child because of what happened to her. It wasn't her choice. It wasn't her decision. She's dealing with those repercussions. She has to. Yeah. So you get a choice here, which is really upsetting that you get a choice and she doesn't, she's forced in this position. You wanted her before. And now you think there's a choice. Yeah. You do get a choice, but to think there's a choice means that you're considering that there was another alternative. And as soon as you consider that something, there's another alternative when before there wasn't a choice, mm-hmm. it means that you think something's changed. Something's happened to her and she's changed. She's not the same person because of something that happened to her. Not that she made a choice or a decision. You think that, that because this happened to her, she's different. She's not the same. And I think that's a disgusting yeah. perspective. And I, I think it's an absolutely authentic perspective. And I think that it is something that permeates our culture. The idea of the virgin spoiled or the, 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 you know, the woman that has been ruined or her reputation is ruined or something. Right. And it, it then changes her, it soils her. And I think that is authentic, but I think it's also something that I can condemn the fact that, yes, I'm not saying that it's not difficult, but I think the fact that it was an easy decision before he knew and a decision he had to think about after is yeah. where it gets me. If he had to think before being like, oh, I didn't know she was going to be pregnant. I need time. Oh, also the baby not, might not be mine. Okay. I still need time to think. It wasn't a, it wasn't a question. And then I found it might not be mine <coughs> because she was attacked. Now I do have to. Well, and so to sort of, I don't know, just not to defend Roger, but to play devil's advocate here, who knows if it's, if it's because he thinks something is, she's damaged or something's changed, or is it the, the thing of, am I going to be able to raise a child but he that was okay with isn't it. mine? Mm. And like, it's that part, right? It, living with the doubt of it might be mine. It might but not that's be the thing. mine. So if you're doubting it now, um, you're always going to doubt it. And also that means he's stuck in that time for a while and is like, it's very clear that that wasn't an intention that he had when he went back. He went to go make sure okay, she was okay and then that, come back. But don't you think that if he's thinking that right away, that's going to something that's going to linger and fester. And I see where Maybe. Jamie's saying, if you're questioning now, you're going to hold this against her. You're going to be mad at her yeah. in, in the future. You're but going to question that baby in the future. For humans to need a moment to, to, to ponder. I don't know. Every, I, human, I think every human's different. And I also think 
we are always going to have doubts about like, I don't no. think anything in life is ever. No, I didn't. And sometimes you do things in spite of the doubt. And you, mm-hmm. once you make the choice, you've made the commitment and you do it. But also we did see how that went wrong with Frank and Claire. Yeah. Right. So hundred so percent, which is, is interesting to see Claire's perspective, I, right. Of like, yeah. you better be damn fucking sure, bro. Like think about this. And if you choose to come, you better it's, be sure. You better be a hundred percent sure because she knows what it's like to be on the other side of like that's the true. the paternity thing to be. Yeah. No, that's true. And maybe I do. I do feel more Claire's point, but I guess I also see Jamie's initial anger of like, this shouldn't have. It wasn't a choice, and now it is. Like, why do you think my daughter well, is different? Why do you think Jamie's my grand? That's his grandchild. Would think. Yeah, yeah, and he would. Jamie be like, would I would take Claire no matter what. No matter what, Claire is mine. And so I guess also this is his grandbaby. And he's like, you're questioning my grandbaby. You don't want my grand, like, this is my daughter and my grandchild and you're going to reject them. That shouldn't be an option because for him, it's not. And I do, I think I do get that. So again, I think it was great, like representation of like, to have this sort of different. Yeah. How there's always gray area. Right. And I do get Claire's of being like, yeah, you don't take a minute to to think. Yeah. Don't jump in and say yes if you actually are going to throw that in Bree's face. Because if you throw that in Bree's face, you think I hate Roger now. If he ever once, once throws that in her face, you will never, ever win me over on him. <laughs> ever. Ever. Um, and then, okay, the, okay, to end the, 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 to cap this little bit off. Um, so she, she says, finally, Brianna and Roger's big reunion reminded me of the commercials that used to air for an optical chain called Pearl Vision Center. All their commercials end, ended with a couple running into each other's embrace across a field of wild, wildflowers. Watching <laughs> Brianna run down the drive of River Run towards Roger, all I could hear in my inner ear was the soothing jingle. Nobody cares for the eyes more than Pearl. <laughs> oh, I I remember Pearl Vision. I don't remember those. I can't remember the that jingle though. Jingle no. That's so funny. Lols. Um. So those are and that and interestingly, those comments helped us sort of move through different parts of the season Mm -hmm. and the storyline. So I think we're talking about some more like high points, favorite parts of the season. I'm gathering sort of the Jamie and Claire homestead moments, the 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 them being settled and stable and that kind of stuff. Um, Brie meeting her father and reuniting mm-hmm. with her mother and then being able to have these like family moments. We get some really great stuff with Murta. We get some great stuff between Claire and Lord John and the, he, there is such Again, a weird dynamic. He, yeah. It's like, he's fascinated by her. He respects her, but he's, he's jealous of her and yeah. she feels territorial and she feels <laughs> like, eh, eh. but then also she admits some stuff of like, you get to share this bond of Willie and I don't Jamie yeah. and I have a child together and we were robbed of the opportunity to raise her and it's it, there's a whole mix of really interesting stuff going there mm-hmm. um and then obviously there's there we talked about you know some of our dislikes and and all of that kind of stuff um which there were some there were some, some. um you know and then I don't know. Are there any other thoughts that you want to share about like the season, like other things that you really liked that we maybe didn't mention or, um, you know, other particular maybe issues you have that we didn't talk. I mean, Lord, we talked about a lot of issues, but if there's anything else you can think of, I would like to say, can we have more farm animals? Because they were just (laughs) lady lady, like, come on. 
I wish they had the white sow or they do, but they don't really in the book. The white sow is like this big beastly asshole (laughs) demon of a big sow that like almost kills people and like burrows under the house (laughs) and like, Oh my God. Oh, add that to the show. Come on now. (laughs) Give me, give me some pig and sow out. But yeah. Oh, and we didn't even really talk much about like how cute is Rolo. Oh my God. That we had a dog. Absolutely. Marshmallow. She, she, I'm fully on team marshmallow. She, we were a little questionable when we were on the boat and she was getting a little attitude. I think she's adorable Called now. Clara she's Ford, so funny. You know. She was, but now like with her husband, it's so cute. It's, it's and so like cute. They're, well, and how cute is it? Also low-key underrated, like Jamie and Claire's first grandchild. Yes. And like them, like holding there with him and, and like, and then at the very yeah, end, you know, Seamus is all excited and they get breeze. They get breeze little one, yeah. which, um, it's interesting. Joni said, I thought Jamie's reaction to becoming a grandfather to a grandchild, he can openly and legitimately claim is entirely mm. too tepid. And int- I get, yeah. Cause it's like almost not even mentioned, like when they get back to river run and they see yeah. Bree and like, um, you know, we see Claire holding the baby at one point and like, there's, there's not much from Jamie. Like there's no space. It seems like in the script. For but I guess that's yeah. Probably have a like there's so much. Uh, there's, there's so much going on. They don't know where Roger is. They don't that's know what I mean. There's so much goddamn stuff going on this season, right? God. So many things. So there's no moments for him to be like, "Oh my god, I have a grandson that is of my blood, and I can legitimately claim him, and hey, I don't have like, all that kind of actual- stuff." Basically. No, but I just mean in the sense that like, no, I know what you mean. I know, it. you know, he has the name and any children Willie has, he won't be able to, to, yeah, to sort of claim. Anything. And, you know, this is his, this is his one. Brie is his one is his child with Claire yeah. that can have his name and him and Claire, the little baby. No, I loved that. And yeah, I think that was really sweet. And and then also yeah, think- side tangent, like Mer, what are we going to call them? Mercasta. <laughs> is that the ship name for Mercasta? Yeah, let's do it. Mercasta. Getting it in. <laughs> yeah. Mercasta. So Mercasta action happening there. We're like, oh, oh, okay now. But yeah, I think there was a lot of cute. Uh, there was some, there were some cute moments. Yeah. Like things to appreciate mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So at this point we can, should we do a, where is everybody in the house, in the, in the, in the, cabin do we want to I do think this? everybody is in the cabin just chilling out and roger is just being outside being eaten by black flies and and bonnet's been pushed off the ridge oh bonnet is i don't know the torture that we could put bonnet through but like where's the blackjack look i don't like bonnet okay <laughs> he's fucked with like he's fucked with claire he killed people and brie Jamie, Ew, I think when he puts put his him. fingers in her Claire's mouth, I don't mouth, like, I'm like it. Bleh. I'm with Jamie, and I think Jamie would put Bonnet worse than Blackjack, so that's where I'm putting him. Okay, so like I don't know what we could do to him, but like let's do some shit. Damn All right, it. so Bonnet is like, let's do. Like, some I feel shit. like Blackjack should fuck up Bonnet, <laughs> and Blackjack was fucked. Yeah, we hated him, evil bastard. Evil, um, evil. So basically, everyone well, else is like chilling in the cabin. The, the, the people out of the the, the yeah, break he, in the ship like he did some he's gonna shit. kill some babies he's like i don't like that man at all and he fully stabbed jamie and claire on the back 
Yeah. Like they helped him. Yep. Don't he like had him. the weird vibes with Claire about like from the, I felt like in that moment he was plotting when he was like sitting mm-hmm. in the back of the wagon, Claire's tending to his wounds as they're helping him escape. And he's and like thinking like, how can I screw you? Over? He's like talking like, oh, looking at the rings. The, have you looking at her rings? Have you ever felt the call of the ocean? And she's like, yes. Cause remember that one time she almost yep. drowned. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, da, da, da. and be careful travelers. And all this while he's like, and I just imagine he followed them and got went to his men and like stalked them after that. And it yep. creeps me out. Don't like him. Um, so all of that. And then we got, you know, Lizzie. I mean, I'm not mad at it, but Lizzie I'm not mad at anybody but Roger. Really? Interesting. Which is Jocasta, like she turned out okay. Like she wanted to marry. Yeah, her I off, mean Jocasta, like, it's what the uh the icky. Like Jocasta's a slave like, owner, but but I again, like she was kind that. of like what what am 100% I hundred percent product of their time, a woman, widow. A woman. Uh, she tried like interesting i'm not i mean there's no defending uh, that you can't do she was defending it it was disgusting it was awful it's just Uh, i don't know she also like was people are trying to grab power from her yeah she was facing a mutiny and it was like is she bad or is it worse if she let someone else take they all would have died i i that's why i think do no harm is very interesting because even people like ulysses was like claire or mr fraser what you're doing is making this right it's putting everyone at like risk. we're all and gonna like, die now and i think they show like the fact that jamie and claire when they are gonna get river run want to free all of them and then we discover how fucked the laws actually are and that like you want they to do this do. but you can't and it's gonna make it things worse for them and then everybody's gonna also turn on you and everybody like they just show how like you can have the best of intentions and want to like but when those do the best but power, when the yep. system it when this when it's the system that is set like that individuals can only do so much you've got to burn down the system yeah right yeah. like yeah. so Working i thought that was really the system, interesting there's not much jocastic can do from from and from jamie and claire that and, so and they jamie and claire, yeah. say like all right nope we are not gonna own this place then because we like they're, they can't yeah. right so that was interesting in that aspect but, but like but, again i'm with you i'm like i hate but also like what do I think she's sitting there living a great life? Like, do I think she's relishing in it? No. Do I think her actions are awful because she's profiting? She's a it? woman of that time. who's like, oh, I think yeah. of them more as a uh, friends. And Claire's like, oh, would they think that? Like, yeah. mm, really? Like, and like, how do you compartmentalize not that? But also it. like, but also Jamie's killed people. So like, how do I, like that was for war or self-defense. It's like, it's so oh, hard yeah. to like No judge. one in this show is, is, is no you know so i'm not gonna do morals because that's iffy in this like shit claire's killed some people remember when she decapitated galus yes i do that was some epic shit that was some mama bear bullshit right there you made this woman this woman who wanted to save the life of a man who attempted to assault her and kill her 24 hours after she came back she tried to save him and yet she killed you, Galus. That says something. Don't <laughs> yeah. come for her child. Mama no, Bear. Don't touch. Cut Mama your Bear off. has claws. Literally. Um, so we're not going to go on moral grounds for this because moral grounds would make me question a lot of these characters because they've all kind of done some sketchy as shit. Yeah. So we're going to go with emotions. And emotion no says that everyone literally by the end of the episode, I think really only Roger had me pissed off. I even liked Marta. I think Marta's inside right now. Cause I kind of liked like him with, Brie. Oh my gosh. Look, I don't like Marta, but him and Brie are cute. And I think that like, 
I think he would scare Roger. Roger's outside, but like, <laughs> I kind of don't want him and Bree to have friendships. So, so like Roger can, because I don't, Jamie now can't scare Roger because Bree's mad about that, but Marta can step in. So I think Marta can come in and be like, just pound Jamie. Roger a little. Hey. Where Jamie kind of can't right now because Jamie accidentally sold him into slavery. Oops. So. Oh, and we also <laughs> glossed over. We also glossed over the fact that like Ian is staying with the Mohawk. Yeah, Ian and Rolo. That means we don't get Rolo. Bye, Ian. Bye, Ian. But Man we get a storyline of Ian. I'm assuming, which I'm hoping will be really beautiful because those. I was saying to Stacy before we started. Re- no, we don't. I don't know. You made a face because I, I was saying to you before that those. But just remember, actors, there's a little Jamie Claire centric. Okay, that's fair. Those actors were beautiful they were beautiful yeah. their costumes beautiful canada represent yeah you guys did i mean not that you are going to hear this but out to the universe you <laughs> represented well you were lovely you're beautiful i like yeah, the costumes are really pretty gorgeous too. i absolutely ass- gorgeous. i'm not knowledge i'm assuming research was done and there was i, I mean I, 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 would I, assume. I don't think there was 100 percent accuracy i think they got some feedback oh. on certain things after that but you know all, yeah. i mean we could question a lot of authenticity here a lot We've of got time travelers that going through and witches and this is true but i, I hope they tried that's my big thing they try i'll give you props for like trying like you didn't put um yeah but uh not to be, yeah 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 so ian we left saying bye ian um and we left on the cliffhanger of now jamie has been because he owes try on these debts because he got this land for free and he now wants him to put a militia together to go find myrta the leader of the regulators and that's sort of where we're left off which leads us into the question of do you where do you think we're going in season six like where what are maybe some well, thoughts or predictions you have or I six think we're gonna Fox, get more, season five sorry five, five. season five guys i think we've got to get more of this like washington did they meet washington like more into the politics we're gonna go back to like the pair i, I predict we're gonna go back to because we're leading up to the revolutionary war now we've done like a lot of plot drama character shit so we gotta deal with some we're gonna get roger and nonsense with Brie. <laughs> also like Roger's going to be trying to convince her to go back I feel like that's going to be a big thing of like Roger wants to go back to the future because he can't handle anything because you know annoying butthead <laughs> so that's going to be a whole thing Bonnie's going to be alive and like Jamie's going to be stalling to try and find Marta and at the same time they're going to be working together with like Washington or something in like some political thing of like trying to subvert Tire. Well, Tire yeah. Well, because it's interesting. Jamie like, putting because the front. Of, yeah, because Jamie, because of Claire, Jamie knows, knows which way this is gonna go, but he's yeah. currently pledged loyalty to the yeah. ground. So he has to play both sides. So he's gonna be back to playing both sides and trying to like catch Murta while not catching Murta and like playing Murta's side while like pretending to try and like track him down. Yeah, I think that's gotta, gonna be the, he's got to kind of straddle the line and not. So I think that's going to be a lot. And, we're going to get. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of like political stuff. Well, and, he, and the then thing a lot is of he can't, shit. and he can't switch because right now his land, which his family and it's some potential tenants is tied yeah. to the to the crown and the loyalty to the crown. So he's yeah, so you can't switch maintain. early. But you got to switch at the same time because you don't want the rebels to come in and win it and lose it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. True. And you also have to remember that your place is going to burn down <laughs> on the tent. Oh, right. We totally, okay, we completely glossed over that obituary that it says that sometime in- I'm with Claire, just leave every 
what was it? 1770 blank. Blank. It, it was the Sunday, right? It was a Sunday of January, whatever, 1770 blank. So we don't know what the end date is that they die in a fire. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are your, what are your thoughts on that? I feel like they're going to burn it down or something. It's going to be like something and it's going to end up that they have to fake their death to get away from try on to merge with the other side and like win the war. <laughs> I think it's all like they figured out that it was like they that said it. I feel like Brie, oh, is Brie going to go back to the future? I don't think Brie stays, which is really upsetting. Maybe she dies. Do I think she dies? Mm, it's too early to say. Although I haven't guessed anything right in this show. So what do I know? I don't know. Interessant. That's what I'll say to that. Um, no, okay. I don't think Brie can. Would you have two lines? Would you have a future line? In? No, Brie has to stay. I think Brie has to stay. I think does she fall in love? Maybe she falls in love with someone else. I don't know. Something's <laughs> got to happen with Brie. Can we get rid of Roger? I think that's just where my mind's like, can we get rid of him? I think he's going to try and go back to the future. And then maybe he's an asshole at one scene and like leaves her. And then Jamie tries to kill him. <laughs> okay. No, that's just, this isn't me predicting. This is me wishing. Brittany's writing some fan fiction right now. Brittany's writing some fan fiction right now. What she wants to happen. Where Jamie goes and kills him. Oh my God. <laughs> Lord. Right. No, those are my predictions. We're going to get some politics stuff. Jamie's going to work both sides and try and play. He's probably going to get caught up in some bad situations. Okay. I think like Fergus is going to be like a spy again. He's going to have to like use those spy skills like he did before. Um, there's going to be some Bree and Roger drama. Uh, I think Leary has to come back into this. I feel like there's gotta be some, like her scene, like her storyline can't be done. Like, I don't know what it is. She's got to cause a ruckus or a scene. There's gotta be, because she had that whole episode from Scott. Well, keep in mind that whole episode that she had, it it was an adaptation from the book. Cause I think I told you this, how in the book, Brie goes to Lollybrock. And, yeah. and and Jenny's Jenny there. and Ian and are there, and then Larry does come oh. later in that bomb drop. But the uh, okay, I so guess maybe the show said they, they couldn't get Laura Donnelly, so they made the switch that she gets most of that information. Okay, so from maybe Larry. Larry doesn't come back. So she had a bigger role than she did in the she book in that, but she okay, so, she does show up. Okay, fair fair enough, fair enough. So maybe Larry doesn't, but I think like oh, I feel like Murta has maybe Murta has to die. I think Murta dies. Maybe Murta is going to sacrifice himself mm. because like, it's going to get caught up and like, Jamie's going to get backed in the corner playing both sides. And like the end up, the end of it's going to be like Murta being like, you have to protect your family. You're going to get called out. Like keep the revolution going. Like, you know, it's the way it's, it's we're going to win, but you have to hand me over. And like, he hands him over and it's really emotional. That might happen. That's going to be my one bold prediction. Other than that, there's going to be some Roger drama because I hate him. That's what I could say. Yeah. And bold we don't prediction. have Rolo, so it's sad. Bold prediction. <laughs> so bold prediction that Murta is gonna die or sacrifice. Yeah. Sacrifice I don't know if he dies because these people are hard to kill, but I think he'll at least self-sacrifice himself. Okay. Like you have to hand me over because they're like figuring out that you're playing both interesting, sides. Interesting, interesting. And you have to protect like Claire and Bree. Okay. All right. All right. Um 
Okay. And uh, so, and at that point, so thus concludes our chat about season four. Thank you for your patience, everyone. Yes, you're all lovely. Thank you. It's nice to be back. Um, and yeah, get ready for us to launch into season five, which will be interesting. Cause I, I mean, I definitely enjoyed five more than four. Um, so there's some interesting, interesting stuff with our Frasers to, to come in, in season five. Um, and so it'll be interesting to sort of like get to go through that and we're still in Droughtlander for quite a while longer. So, Hey, something, something for us to do and you to listen to, should you choose, um, as always, we really appreciate your support um you know feel free to find us on our socials instagram twitter facebook at she's an outlander no dots no dots none of those still none it's been a while but there's still no dots there's still none of those dots um but yeah we always thank you so much for your patience a few of you reached out Mm -hmm. just being like hope you guys are good excited for whenever you come back so that's nice you know thank thank you so much for those messages and thank you for your patience and uh yeah and listening to our shenanigans and babbling as always always good so (laughs) that has not eased it's taken us a while we still babble (laughs) we still babble um so yeah so get ready for us to launch into launch into season five and continue on this journey on fraser's ridge and wherever else we go um dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. and uh yeah as always reach out to us we always love to hear from you and uh until next time we'll see you with our uh sort of chat on episode 501 Ooh. my lanta we're moving so far along okay bye everyone bye